Blog Talk Radio. There ain't no practice runs in life. That is right. This is not a test. It's the... Real thing. It's the ChristCast 2020. My name is Jason Dodds alongside... Kiki Culpepper. Welcome back to the show. We Welcome took a, back. took a week off. Well, we, we kind of had to. Yes. I was at my high school retreat, and that was like a super fun time, just kind of hanging out with our my senior class for like a whole day that everyone else came in. But it, there was stuff that happened. I'm sure. <laughs> school retreat. Six different people went home with injuries or Ooh. sickness. Wow, oh. that's not a good thing. Well, I'm glad you weren't one of them. Yeah. And we're back but here. we um, pray for those Yes, got we do. Hurt. Yes, we absolutely do. And uh, it's good to be back on the air. I, I got to say, honestly, last week I kind of had my first experience about what it's going to be like next year. When I wake up anything. on Thursday morning, I don't have anything to do. I don't get to look forward to my breakfast taco. Um, speaking of breakfast, I, I was up at our other favorite restaurant, and they've already got the Christmas lights um, coming down. So it's a good time to remind people about the Keep Christ in Christmas concert, which is going to be... December 8th. It's from 5 o'clock to 8 o'clock. It is free, and it's at the Brontex Theater. And we'll it, be there. We'll be there. And if you've never been, it really is a lot of fun, and they've really figured out how to kind of shorten it and make it, you know... Uh, Not feel Yeah, so long. Because the first year I went, it was almost three hours, and that's a long you time and to I sit were, there. I don't think I was... Not was the it, first one, no. Not I the first no, year. No, we've done five of them, but I, I go all the way back to when they first started. And so uh, we're look, I'm looking forward to that. Quick review. Hey, homecoming. I went out. I got a chance to sneak wow. out to the game. I uh, got to see you and your mom and your dad, and it looked really well attended. So congratulations. I know that was Thank a big you. thing that you were working on. Yeah, but there's other big events that are coming and we're trying to work on them right now, but who knows how yeah. they'll actually turn out. Uh, we had talked about our buddy Quentin, Q-Baby. Q-Baby. Uh, I saw him on the field. He gave me a bro hug. Uh, if you know what a bro hug is, it's just not like a, it's like a, a half hug. The guy is so muscular, I think he dislocated my clavicle and broke all of my thoracic vertebrae. So I've got to be careful when I bro-hug these, these young guys. And I saw, I saw Matt T. Matty T. And some other folks I hadn't seen in a while. Sonic Boom, Haley Mabrito, oh my and, uh, and my old buddy from PSIA days. You talk about somebody that I've had probably 100 breakfast tacos with, Tessa Blyden. Oh, we love so, Tessa. Yeah, Tessa is awesome. Hey, folks, we're going to get into kind of a new phase of the show as we rock on to the book of revelation and we're kind of working our way towards <laughs> yes, that yes we are but um because all the books have been written by paul coming up the next yeah. 12 it's not a lot of time we're going to spend on that before we get there though i want to send a quick shout out to our sisters in christ jenny and Rhonda up in tennessee up in tennessee yes the more people i tell about the show the more encouraged people are Aww. that we're doing this now um, this is one of my absolute favorite uh, verses from the book of Corinthians. It's going to help set us up where we're going to go with the show today. And it says, Do you not know that in a race all the runners run? But only one receives the prize, so run that you may obtain it, which is 1 Corinthians 9, verse 24. Yes. See, I Cor- think we used that for a while back for the run with purpose. Run with purpose. That's right. Good memory. And, and it used to be a cross-country star, so you know what it yeah. means to run the race. And uh, I know. Um, we don't talk about that yes, much anymore. The, the, and, of course, this is Corinth. It's in Greece. Greece, the Greece that we all think about, the Olympics. And so, of course, the Apostle Paul is drawn on things that are going to make sense to people that have grown up in that Greek 
culture. However, that great culture comes with some added mm. problems. And my mm. best A example, lot of yes, added uh, and my best metaphor I could think of was based upon your ex expertise in this field, literally the field of soccer. Let's yeah. say soccer didn't exist. You invented wow. it here in New Braunfels, and you had perfected it here in New Braunfels. And you went out to Seguin and said, hey, I'm going to start a soccer club. And so you did. And they started it, and they did it exactly the way you said. Three years later, you get a letter, or in this case, probably a text. And they said, hey, email. Kiki, um, this soccer league that you started, they're actually throwing the ball into the net with their hands. They're tackling people on the field, and they're wearing helmets. And that's football. Yes, that's not soccer. Well, Technically, it's football. Football, yes. Well, you would not be okay football. with that. You no. would write a letter back and say, hey, wait up. That's not the game that I showed you guys how to Just play. No. no. That's where we find ourselves in the book of Corinthians. Paul has set up this church, a church that he loves. This is the longest letter that he writes to one of the churches. Which is still not a very long letter. Not, not very long, but it's a lot longer than some of the other epistles, which we can get through in like five seconds. Yeah. Um, and he's writing from Turkey. We'll talk about all of this. Uh, but he's... He's trying to explain to them that there really is only one way to appropriately and properly worship God, and that the church is supposed to be about God, and uh, we're going to talk about this today. And what I love about the book of Corinthians is 2,019 years later, the very same problems that they were struggling with in the church in Corinth, we struggle with today, and it's just a downhill spiral from all the then time. on. Yes, it absolutely is. Hey, folks, we're going to talk about this wonderful book in the Bible, First Corinthians, and we're going to do it all right after this. You will always be much more to me. Every day I Hey, this is Jason. Don't forget, all you have to do is say to your smart device, "Play Christcast 2020 podcast." I think the Apostle Paul would have loved all of this amazing communicative technology that we have today. And we do have it, and as Christians, we should use it, not to constantly glorify ourselves, but to take moments to glorify God in our social media posts and our conversations at work and at the grocery store, not because I said so, but because Jesus Christ himself did. All right, let's talk about where this letter is actually written. We're getting actually, right into it. Yes, it's um, actually written in modern-day... It's actually written in Ephesus, which is... Modern-day Turkey, which <laughs> some people still don't know really where that is. Yeah, they call it Asia Minor. When I got back from Asia the war, Minor. I was surprised to learn that I got a, a service ribbon from Southwest Asia. I was like, wait a minute, I was in Iraq and Saudi Arabia. I was like, yeah, that's considered Southwest Asia. Who knows? Uh, around the okay, year then. 55 A.D., Anno Domini, 55-ish, ish, yes, and of course the ish. author. is the Apostle Paul. We talked about him because... <laughs> Mostly he's going to write almost every book unless we yes. say otherwise. Yes, for the next three months or so, pretty much, he's the guy. Um, Got to tell you about the city of Corinth, and I guess the best way I can describe it is... It's a hundred times worse than Las Vegas on the worst day of the year. Like, it's almost like the purge every day. Yes, it, that's actually a great way to put it. Whatever uh, whatever you think is good and, and right about our Western society, the things that we're not allowed to do it's to one another, opposite. it's the opposite. Um, Corinth from a, you know, I love, uh, I have an archaeological Bible. I love studying maps. I've been studying maps all week, oh, two weeks wow. now leading up to this show. Don't you feel smart? Yes. Corinth was 
was was in such a perfect spot. It's uh, it's on a peninsula. It was a seaport, so you can seaport. imagine you get sailors from all over the known world. Yeah, with some nasty sailor talk. Yes, nasty sailor talk, nasty sailor behavior, and the city of Corinth was all too happy to let people know, hey, what happens in Corinth stays in Corinth. Yes, uh, they figured that out way before Las Vegas did. In fact, the, the place where Corinth is located, the little neck of that place was so narrow that even in ancient times, they were contemplating building a canal like we have in Panama. Wow. They couldn't figure it out. They would years and years later, but people would actually take their stuff off the boats and walk it across that little piece of land and put it on another boat. And so it just caused them to spend more time in Corinth. And the more time you spent in Corinth, the more trouble you got into. Yeah. The more likely you get arrested. Well, the people of Corinth, the Christian churches in Corinth, which were all meeting in houses in those days, started to allow some of those practices at church. Oh, no. Okay, I guess the best way I could put it is like you go to your local Baptist church for a service, and they say, okay, come up to the altar. We're all going to do tequila shots. Yeah. Yeah, okay. We would all go... Hmm, that's not really, I haven't heard of that one. I don't think that's actually part of it. So, uh, speaking of our uh, number two listened uh, country, Australia, somebody you know, uh, Chloe Henderson. Uh, There's a lady named Chloe in Corinth. They're meeting at her house, and she writes a letter to the Apostle Paul saying, hey, this place is going off the rails. And so Paul starts to admonish this church that he started in Corinth, and he says, do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit? who is in you, whom you have received from God. You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your body, which is 1 Corinthians 6, verse 19. Yes. And he's referring the body as the body of Christ. Absolutely. As the church coming together as one being. Like, it's not saying honor God with your individual people. He wants that as well, but right. you, the only way you can fully honor God is with other Christians. Absolutely true. And folks, the, the tequila example was small potatoes uh, compared to what was going on in Corinth at the time. And so let's talk about some of the big ideas here in um, the book of 1 Corinthians. Jealousy and divisions within the church. Which is happening today, whether people see it on the front or not. It always happens behind the scene knowing both All of us grew yes. up in the church we've seen some bad things happen I've, I've, I'm in sad the I'm sad to report that I've been part of them and I regret that now and uh, well, you know as I tell everybody when I invite them to church and they say oh well I've done this or I've done that and I'm like I don't care nobody cares I always say the church is a box of sinners not a box of saints and within those sins like mine Pride and mm-hmm. arrogance and frustration sometimes. I, I regret to say that I've been part of the problem at a church. Okay, what about arguing about the sacraments and the services? Just like today, because people are like, well, we should have it this way or mm-hmm. we should have it that way. And people, that me and my friend kind of talked about stuff like that. It's like back in a while, like a few years back, majority votes and people were like, oh, okay, that's it. That's what we're going to do. But nowadays, everyone feels like they should have a say no matter what yeah. the result is. Yes. So, yeah, we, it's um, never going to be the way they want it. You and I have a shared history uh, because we spent a lot of time at Cross Lutheran. You, yeah. and, you in school and myself, I went to church there for 10 years and never took communion. 
there because, of course, they have what's called close communion. And there are certain things you have to do that, that never sat well with me. I never said anything about it until the very, very end. Um, when I found out what the rationale was for that particular sacrament, my point was Jesus broke that bread on that Thursday night before Good Friday and gave it to everybody, including Judas, who, by the way, yeah. was about to pull off one of the greatest treasons in the history of humanity. That's what you call a blind side. Yeah, the real blind side. Well, it's not really a blind side if Jesus knew it He knew it was going to happen, yes, and he told everyone, and yet he still broke bread with everybody, and I always think about that line, take this, all of you, and eat it. This is the bread, the bo my body, the bread of love, the, the new and everlasting covenant. And so I really couldn't get my head wrapped around close communion. I made the decision to leave. And so we still argue about these things. We still argue mm. about how long the services should be. I used to refer to the, my current church, Oakwood. I would say, okay, let's go to the show at Oakwood, which is not very nice because no. we sang so many songs. Oh, that's true. Oakwood does sing a lot and of songs. I will back you up on that. <laughs> and I would say, you know, there's nothing in the Bible. It does say to sing a hymn, but it is actually singular in the Bible. I don't know about having five or six songs ahead of, that's just me though, that's just yeah. me, and like I said, I'm sorry that I sowed, almost knocked over the barbecue sauce, that I sowed <laughs> division in, within my own family yeah. uh, about the services, arguments about offerings and leadership in the Corinthian church. Just like today, as we were just saying, people argue about stuff even behind the scenes and even in front, in front of, of yes, well, we're discussing like, it publicly, right yes, we're right here. Went to um, our buddies over at Tree of Life a couple years ago, and I got to admit, I was a little put off by the like ATM-looking thingies out in the lobby where you can put your card in for the offering. Oh. Now, I guess that's efficient. That's smart, but it's just kind of, oh. It wasn't the first thing I wanted to see, though, when I walked yeah. into church. I don't know. I like to walk in and meet somebody and shake hands and things like that. See, I'm already arguing. I'm, I'm, okay, okay. <laughs> we're moving on. We're moving on. We're moving on for that. How do we apply 1 Corinthians today? Despite how bad the culture and depravity in Corinth was, Paul doesn't want the church and the people to leave the city because that city needs Jesus the most, and he wants the church to be a light in the very dark place that is Corinth because even the darkest places need light to see. That is one of the most amazing things. Yeah. He does not want the church to leave. Second thing applying this today, we must all hold our churches accountable, but we must work together to bring unity in our churches and not division. As we were saying, it's like having churches that are separate or just don't agree on different things, that doesn't do anything no, to help it doesn't. newcomers that come in and they just see the same thing in the church as they do outside. They want, we need the church to be a different and you know your your family it wasn't necessarily an issue with leadership i think it was just the desire to grow the presbyterian church you guys left and started your own church yes i just to me i've told you this before i've told your parents this before to me that's something so genuine that is like the perfect example of the first century christian church that small church moving and you guys are moving again you're going to yes, be meeting we're over. expanding even more and late I'm not exactly sure what date, but it's sometime in December. December. We're opening up and we're going to the Christian Academy's first campus, which is the elementary campus. Right. Yep. And it's a nice place there, too, yes, to do there's much more room than we have now. And a much shorter drive for your dad with all that equipment. That is true. <laughs> so that'll be nice. So, yes, um, I'm, I'm doing my best not to sow division at church, uh, finding ways to help unify the church, because that is, after all, what this is all about. The big message in 
1 Corinthians is Paul is saying the church is supposed to be about God, not who your favorite pastor is, not who's preaching the sermon that day. It is supposed to be all about God. God. That's what the body of Christ is. And that's what we're doing. There's someone there's something else another verse in here that I love as we close out this show. It says, Therefore, my beloved brothers and sisters, be steadfast always, abounding in the work of the Lord. Your work of God is not in vain. So it's not in vain. We get up early, we come out here and we It do may this, always feel like it, but, but it's, it's not. But it's not. Hey folks, you've been listening to the Christcast twenty twenty. My name is Jason Dice alongside Kiki Culpepper. And Apostle Paul would agree with this. And to God be the glory. There ain't no practice runs in life. This is, this is.